Of all the ways one wanted to be seen by their crush, crouching behind the bakery case of the local coffee shop dressed as a Disney character had to rank in the bottom ten. Maybe the bottom five. Amy made it through story time by resolutely ignoring Ben. She definitely didn't notice that her uptight professor wore his pajamas in public. She didn't notice how he looked anywhere but at her in the crowded coffee shop. She most definitely didn't notice her racing heart whenever she glimpsed his must-dark hair over the crowd. All week long, Amy waited and hoped for a text from Ben, setting up another playdate. After days of radio silence, Amy composed no less than ten texts to him, everything from breezy ones remarking on the snowstorm to a bold invitation to dinner. She didn't send any of them, though. And he hadn't texted her. Of course he hadn't texted her. She still couldn't believe she'd kissed him. She'd never been very good at resisting temptation. The snug waist of her Snow Queen costume could attest to that. When he'd been so close in the cozy cocoon of Livy's new reading nook, she'd just leaned over and planted one on him like an impulsive teenager. No wonder he hadn't called. Except... He had kissed her back. Not once, but twice. It wasn't until after she'd broken away and mentioned her job that they stopped. So what did that mean? After a week, Amy still didn't know. She finished reading the story aloud and helped the kids start on their crafts before inching toward the back room to change. She slipped through the curtains into the small storage space, the air rich with the scent of coffee beans, and unfastened the tight bodice of her dress. Amy? She clutched her loose bodice to her chest and spun around. Ben? I don't think you're allowed back here. He glanced down at her chest, the tops of her breasts spilling over the loose bodice. She tugged the dress up. His cheeks darkened as he met her eyes, the knowledge of that passionate kiss flowing between them. Amy couldn't forget how he'd tasted of tea and mint, nor how soft his hair felt beneath her fingers. She clenched her fists to keep from lunging at him for another indulgent taste. Livy's been asking for you all week. Right. He was only interested in her because she was helping with his daughter. Amy pasted on a smile. I'll see her at school on Monday. Most of the little ones don't understand school closing for snow. They just want to play with their friends and... I missed you too, Ben said, his quiet voice just audible over the clatter of cups and the hiss of the espresso machine as Joe and Patrick worked behind the counter just outside the thin curtain. Oh, Amy breathed, her gaze locking on his. You said you'd text and... I wasn't sure if I should. I'm so sorry I kissed you like that. I'm not. Ben stepped closer, his legs pressing her skirts against her thighs. It was unprofessional, though, Amy said, her voice high and breathy as she tilted toward him, drawn to him. Was it? I work for you. I'm Livy's teacher, and you're her dad, and... and... Ben brushed his lips over hers, 
a sweet, gentle kiss. His strong hands cupped her face. You'll still help me learn to play, Ben whispered, just against her mouth. Amy nodded, not sure even what she agreed to, desperate for another taste of Ben. He kissed her again, his arms wrapping around her waist. He pulled her tight against him as she kissed him back. She wrapped her free arm around his neck and cuddled up against his hard, muscled chest. The awkward nose-bumping and teeth-clacking of their first embrace was gone. This kiss held only passion, just raw need and desire. Ben nipped at her lower lip before brushing his tongue over the sting. Amy's knees weakened as she clutched at his shoulders. "'Amy, are you decent?' Zoe stage-whispered from outside the curtain. Amy and Ben broke apart, breathless, breathless, 